Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening in today. Uh, It's been an interesting year uh, this year. It's been an interesting start to this year for sure. Um, Some definitely some twists and turns that were very unexpected. Uh, Some of you know this, uh, as I said on the previous episode, um, I am back here in Michigan. I am, I moved to Grand Rapids and uh, it's quite the story. of all the reasons behind why I came back, and I uh, I talk about some of those reasons um, in episode fifteen, the last episode. It's called Colorado, <clears throat> but I'm uh, I'm back, and honestly, I I feel uh, every every emotion. Um, I feel relief and pain and hope and joy and grief and love and deep sadness. I feel all of the things, and uh, I have such a great support system here, and I'm, I just really wanted to give a shout out to my co-host of this podcast, Ashlyn, who is just uh, who allowed me to basically dump my story um, onto him, my pain, uh, as I've been processing through all of this coming back to Michigan. I mean, he is, he's the best of friends. He really is. Uh, he's the greatest kind of human. He's selfless, and honestly, um, he uh, he's lived up to what we are trying to do here, being better humans and making better humans. And uh, today I'm better than I was two weeks ago. And uh, I have a ways to go uh, and uh, anger to process through um, and bitterness. Uh, but I am better than I was. And uh, so a huge thanks to Ashlyn um, and also to my sister Sarah and my sister Jessica and her family. Um, I'm just I'm really deeply thankful right now. So welcome to the Mark Explains podcast. Uh, I am your host, Mark. Uh, Today's a little completely different. I actually got to be a guest on the podcast for the Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs uh, a few times, I think four times total. Uh, we did a few Motivational Monday episodes, and so today we're just going to air one of those episodes for you uh, just because it was so good and so much fun. Um, so we'll be calling this, I guess, Motivational Wednesday. Uh, so make sure you go and check out his podcast. Again, it's called Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs, and it can be found on all of the podcast platforms. Um, also, if you have not yet, make sure you head on over to iTunes or Podbean and subscribe to these podcasts. And now you can find us also on iHeartRadio and Spotify in the podcast section. So uh, thanks again for listening today. Uh, episode 16 here on the Mark Explains Podcast. Monday, everyone, and welcome to another Motivational Monday on Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host, and today I have with me again, Mark Short of the Mark Explains Podcast. What's up, everyone, and what's up, Justin? How are you? I thought we did so well last week. We might as well do another one. <laughs> we stumbled through that, and it turned out really well. Yeah, yeah, but we were just trying to see what happens, and, and it, it turned out. Yeah, I'm really glad to be on. Thank you so much. Again, I'm Mark Short. I host the podcast, Mark Explains the Universe, and uh, you can find it on iTunes and Podbean, along with uh, Joe. Justin's incredible uh, podcast, the one that you're listening to, Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs, that it's on like every platform of podcasting available uh, in the universe, basically. Yeah, I don't do anything half-assed. <laughs> I haven't found much success in it unless I put my whole self into it, my whole heart, my whole soul, as we talked a little bit about last week. A little bit, yep, yep. So what are we talking about today? 
Today we're going to talk about love, and uh, we're going to talk about loving oneself, and I believe you're about to do an episode on that as well on your show. I, I am. I think it's going to either release here in a few days or in a week in a few days. just depends on how quickly I can turn it around. Uh, but how exactly, because this is Motivational Monday, so how does love play into motivation? Well, you know how I love using quotes from famous individuals. So today I'm going to lo- use Lucille Ball, who, of those of you in the audience who might not know who she is, she's I Love Lucy, which was quite a hit show. I don't know if you would call it a sitcom, but maybe. Yeah, maybe. And uh, it was quite a brilliant show about uh, Lucille Ball, and, and she's quite a, an actress. But her quote is, love yourself first and everything else falls in the line. Mm. You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about loving oneself and what it means in being an entrepreneur and a food entrepreneur, in my opinion. And, uh, and Mark's here. And so we, it's a good crossover for our shows because both of us kind of stumbled upon this at the same time. So we thought we'd do another episode together it only and see where sense. it takes us. Yeah. yeah. I know. It only gets better. And so, I mean, for loving oneself, that was hard for me, honestly. That took me a long time to to love myself enough where other people could love me. Uh, I didn't realize, you know, as a kid, I was so hard on myself. I yeah. was I was harder on myself than most people. I really took things personally, and I really took things. I was sensitive, and I really cared about what other people thought about me. Hmm. Well, actually, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a spoiler uh, for those that um, might want to listen to the podcast that I'm going to come out. It's, gonna, it's just talking about loving yourself because uh, it's, it's so important. How are we supposed to be able to show love and be love in this world if it doesn't start within you? And uh, I'll give a little bit of a spoiler. Um, my, I'm going to start the podcast out by telling a little story about, about me. I was raised uh, religious in, in some capacities, and I remember there was a point later on in my life, I, I must have been 24 or 25 years old, and I was down in southwest Florida, and I was at uh, this, it was some kind of a, a religious retreat of sorts, and uh, I remember I was standing at the back of the room. I always had a hard time paying attention to the, to those things, uh, but I, you know, I always went for the girls because you know why why not? And um, I remember I was standing and I looked up and the the, the guy came on the, the speaker man came on and he uh, he said there are two laws that Jesus put into place and he said to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And to love your neighbor as yourself. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah, I've heard those. Everyone's heard those. And he said, we're not going to talk about the first one. We're going to talk about the second one. And that is to love your neighbor as yourself. And he said, but a lot of you can't love your neighbors because you don't love yourself. And I, I remember it vividly like a punch in the gut. It was like he was talking right to me. And I remember I audibly said, I remember thinking, nope. I'm not ready to hear this because it was, he was pulling such dark demons that I had hidden for so long that I did not love myself. And that was a huge, like that was a lot of baggage that I carried and my inability to love others started with my inability to love myself. Yeah. I think that actually goes back to last week's episode as well. And the fear of loving oneself. Mm. I mean, we, cause we're afraid of, what we're afraid of the judgment of ourselves and the things we don't like about ourselves for sure. 
And uh, I would actually love to see starry-eyed Mark at 25 years old up there <laughs> looking out at the crowd and, and, being, and having an epiphany, a moment of clarity, oh, if you will. Man. Well, I, I shut down. I don't remember anything else about the night. I don't remember anything. I, all I remember is that moment and then thinking, nope, and I checked out and I didn't even listen to what he had to say. Yeah, I was, it took me, I was probably in my early 30s, probably around the age of 30, and I would say, actually, ironically, um, so it was my soccer number for a long time. I was probably about 33 years old before I really got the concept. So you're a little younger than I was. So not too long ago, but where the whole concept of loving yourself really mm. came, came around because I think I tried to love other people and give other people so much because I didn't love myself. I felt if they loved me, I would be feel loved myself or feel that I love myself. But what really happened is once I learned to love myself, my whole world opened up. And I think you attract a lot more people by loving yourself and, and being a good giving person and, you know, and giving out the love. And you mentioned Jesus a little bit. And while we're not a religious show, we are entrepreneurs and we do get motivation and guidance another way. But to me, it's that's what we're supposed to do as human beings is love one another and, and be forgiving and try to move forward. As we talked about last week and in moving forward, it shows love. Yeah. I think, I think what we need to do, I think the, the whole purpose of this motivational Monday is self-examination to, you know, if you're driving right now, or maybe you're listening at work to take a moment and to look in, to, uh, to have self-inflection, to kind of see the parts of your life that you don't necessarily love, maybe the parts of your past that you don't necessarily love, and to pull those into light because that's how we grow, that's how we heal, that's how we move forward, is to pull the ugly parts, to pull the nasty parts into light so that way they don't hide anymore, so that way you don't make them into something bigger or something greater than than they really are because i mean the monster that's hiding in the dark is probably small mm. but he sounds big and can really really put fear to 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 hit back on last week back into your life in ways that you don't even want to face it yeah i actually i love that and i think you know looking inside and, and taking some time to do that and and really, it's hard, right? There are things we don't like about ourselves for sure. And whether it's physical or, or emotional or whatever it is, we all have them. And, you know, loving yourself or giving yourself a hug or, you know, sometimes just asking someone for a hug. I think I'm a big hugger, just so everyone knows. I hug a lot. I give everyone hugs. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, cause one, because I need them sometimes because it, it makes me feel good. But two, because... I know how other people need them and, and when the, it's a good thing and we should give more hugs. I don't know why we handshake so much. It seems so informal. If I could change one thing about humanity, it's that we just hug each other. You know, actually, if it came down to it and loving oneself is my being vulnerable enough to hug someone mm. like I'm okay. Like I'm a man, right? I'm going to give, you know, be like, oh, that's a little bit wimpy. I've heard people say and shake hands and it's a manly thing to do. Guess what? I'm, I'm a big teddy bear. I'm going to hug the shit out of you. <laughs> but anyway, so you got to hug yourself a little bit and, but loving yourself is hard. It's not an easy thing to do because mm. we're often our, our own worst enemies and we're critical and in business, we're really hard on ourselves. And we don't realize that sharing those vulnerabilities and the things we dislike about ourselves with other people actually 
helps us love ourselves, but it also helps the people around us. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm glad you mentioned business because we have this false uh, dichotomy that we create in our minds between life and business, between work and play in a sense, between what you do at home and what you do at work. We create that dichotomy in our minds because like if, if I go to work, I have to be this one person. I have to be this one thing. But when I come home, I can be this other thing. So I can be loving and soft and strong at home. But when I'm at work, I need to be hard and rigid and I cannot bend. And, uh, you, you know, otherwise I'll break and, and you don't want to see me break. But that dichotomy is, is creating within you these, these different people. And I think, you know, the self love that we're talking about starts by bridging the gap and realizing that dichotomy is false. That, that, that divide between who you are at work and who you are at home is not a real thing. You need to become, you need to become soft and also strong to have a soft heart, but a strong core in who you are in every aspect of life. Otherwise, when you're done working, when you're done business, uh, at, at your place of business, you're going to realize these people aren't even friends. They're just colleagues that listen to you maybe because you were in charge. I know you talked a little bit about that when you were on uh, our show about uh, an individual that when, when he retired and he had no friends because they just, uh, they listened to who he was, but they didn't respect or love him. Don't create the divide. Pull that in and begin to love yourself at work and begin to love yourself at home and become that same consistent person all the way through. I agree with that 100%. Um, I, and it's, it's crazy. We, have, we do do that. We do divide our life into, into work and business and home and you know, we spend more time with the people we work with probably than anyone else other than maybe our wife and kids or significant other and kids, I should say. And, um, and that's incredible. I mean, we, you know, something that I've started doing at work is I, I took the hug theory into my work. Hmm. I hug people. I, I, I try to do a better job and in food, that's a little hard because some of the people have food all over them, but whatever, <laughs> screw it. Right. I have food all over I was me no matter what. I in the mud. I'm like, not even kidding. I loved it. I ate dirt for sure. But, um, but the thing is, is how do we actually show love to people? Because it is, it is more productive when we aren't ruling with, with anger or demand or, or that whole thing. If we come from a point of love and give love to people, we are more successful leaders. I think leadership through love is, is way better than, than not. I, I, I have to say it in my opinion and from what I've seen and read and things like that, that when people love the people that they lead and they love truly, we talked about Martin Luther King in the first episode, but that goes way farther and, and leaves a way longer impression on people and an, on society and culture than, than the opposite, which is leading by iron fist and not by love, by fear, mm. which we talked about last week. Yeah. You know, you, we don't want people to be fearful. If they're being afraid, they're doing it because they have to, not because they want to. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, I think that this, is, uh, this goes all the way back. Like, to pull... Uh, to pull the love in, or to pull the self love into light, to pull those things that you don't love into the light can be a really challenging, really, really tough thing. And you even mentioned Martin Luther King in the first episode. Well, we're going to pull him into this motivational Monday because he said the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. And I think that 
beginning to love yourself can be a really challenging thing because we are brought in a society where uh, self-image is promoted over self-love and where um, ultimately how you treat people is secondary to to the image that you show on social media. And like th- these are the things that we need to begin to reduce we, because everything starts with love. The whole reason why we're here, the whole reason why we're on this earth is not to, to be successful in business, but to show love. And if success through business and success through life happens, then we, we now get to carry that love into those things. But if, if you are successful, if you have created this empire, but you die without love, honestly, you've died without anything. No, I agree. And uh, I want to talk about that social media thing a little bit and self-love. And, and actually what we have social media is this weird thing that has kind of corrupted this image. I feel like maybe it's always been corrupt. I don't know. I haven't lived long enough to truly figure it out, but (laughs) I think it's interesting when we, we post so many pictures of ourselves on there and we are really looking for likes and, and it's a heart, which is interesting because a heart can represent love and everyone likes something or loves something or whatever. And we're totally loving ourselves based on how many likes we get. If we, we do a, a, photo on there. And I'm like, you know, how about being yourself? Mm. How about getting real love? You know, and, and that's, you're trying to get love from other people and trying to get love by doing those things. And that's not loving oneself. Mm. That's really just trying to fill a void and having other people fill a void of loving you or getting as many likes as you can on social media because it rewards you. But that's, it doesn't last forever. And it's unfortunate. I think that, you know, if it's true to you and it's something you do and you believe in and you're making a business out of it, but you love yourself and have the confidence in yourself to do it, that's one thing. But doing it to get likes or doing it, you're selling yourself short. Yeah, well, I mean, every time, so studies have been done about this. And every time, uh, let's say you were to go to um, a casino and gamble, when you win, you get a release of dopamine in your brain uh, and it feels good that that feeling of winning the feeling of uh, that uh, when you're risking something and you win that feeling of, of dopamine release in your brain is an actual hormone release that's why it feels so good it's also um, it happens at a few different times in life but when you put a post a picture online and you get a lot of response you also get a dopamine response in that it's the same release so your body is literally congratulating you for the validation of others but it's so cheap and so inexpensive and it and we we hold it so high we hold that that double click you know on instagram we hold that so high when in reality the things that matter are not the validation from others but how we are validating others no i agree with that 100 percent, and i think where it goes wrong is we need to train ourselves that the that it feels good to love ourselves. That same response. I don't know how to trigger a dopamine response to love myself, but <laughs> there's probably interesting ways we probably shouldn't get into on this podcast. <laughs> but the thing is, is how do we do that love ourselves, but then also love other people that that work for us or in the entrepreneur world how do we help people to get a similar response Mm -hmm. and then how do we use our own social media and our own accounts to remain true to ourselves i think we have a lot of people on this show that are are good people and they they are 
loving the people that work for them and they're gracious and they're humble and they love the people that have helped them. And we've been fortunate with that on the show so far that we really have good people that are loving. But I think loving oneself and then helping the people around us love themselves also and and teaching them self-love, that's a big deal. And, you know, if it comes down to being an entrepreneur and profit, I guarantee you're going to have better employees and you're going to have better friendships at the office and you're going to feel more rewarded than than not doing those things. Mm. If loving and giving back and and helping the people around you and mentoring people, like that's a real thing, you know, and loving yourself is hugely important in all that because you can't teach someone to love themselves or better themselves if you don't love yourself first. You have to start with yourself. That's where all of the momentum, that's where all of the courage, that's where all of your power comes from is from, from first starting with yourself. Like I can't lead you somewhere I've never been. I can't, I can't take you uh, through a trail and know it by heart. If I've never been through that, I can't love you if I haven't first loved myself. And I, there's the authenticity also, yeah. right? Well, and that's scary. And that plays back into the, what we talked about last week, because if I can, if I can begin to love myself and show vulnerability, that's, that's a scary trait because like, if you're going to see me, you're going to see me for who I am. Yeah. And, and I, in a lot of senses that that's a scary thought because then you're going to see my flaws you're going to see my past. You're going to see my baggage. You're going to see the way I've treated others. That's yeah. scary. And we've had some people on the, on the podcast admit, I mean, I go back to Rusty Bowers admitting, you know, that he was a jerk as a boss hmm. and he wasn't coming from a loving position. He was coming from the position that we see in all the food TV shows that harshness and ruling with an iron fist is how you should run your kitchen, and, uh, and especially as a restaurateur. And I just think it doesn't go very far. And he learned the lesson after years of it. We don't have to wait years to love ourselves. And being a jerk, you're not going to love yourself. I mean, that's you're going to be like, I'm a jerk. And whether you admit it or not, or you think you're doing the right thing, or you think people respect you, they're respecting you out of fear, not out of... And they're respecting you not in the way that respect should truly be given. Hmm. Well, you know, know, and to even to even talk about that, you know, I mean, I I think that there's a time and a place to use a hammer, you know, uh, to to run a kitchen with an iron fist, you know, I think would probably be effective in some capacities. But how are people going to leave there? Because really, the mark you make is not how you currently run something. It's how you leave people. Yeah, exactly. And, and if, if you don't have a tool belt with many tools, if you just have a hammer, you'll probably get a lot of work done, but you'll probably leave a lot of collateral damage also. Yeah, and I think that's, that's important as well. I mean, how do we grow people? I think that's loving. I mean, we talked about growing forward a little bit on a couple episodes now. And... But growing forward also means that we want to grow people because we love our neighbor, like we started off the episode with, like loving them as employees and and respecting them, you know, also helps them respect you. But it also allows you to to put down walls and allows them to put down walls so they can be more open with you about the things that your business needs to be 
be doing to be successful. And that's really, I mean, who else knows the operation other than the people that are doing it every day? Hmm. I mean, you need that open communication and you need that human connection. And, you know, love, 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 as the Beatles say, you know, <laughs> it's true. All I mean, it all comes from, yeah, all yeah. you need is love. And I think this is the third time we've mentioned the Beatles. Yeah, I know. The Beatles keep pop, popping up on the podcast. <laughs> we're going to use them as uh, outro music one of these times. <laughs> I know. I'm, we're going to get a cease and desist in the mail for using their name pretty soon. But it's, um, but the thing is, is, it's true, right? I mean, in how do we use it for the betterment of each other? I mean, we don't get very long on this planet. Life flies by. I mean, life keeps going faster and faster the more years you live, I feel like, even though time is somewhat relative yeah relative it's uh the it becomes something that we're trying to hold on to and if we don't give back we really don't leave anything we're not remembered for you know how bad we treated people people will remember that he was a jerk for sure but more people will remember if i'm loving and caring than than not so what do we do here we are at motivational monday what do we do to help people become motivated through love because i think i think we kind of hit it a little bit it's not what you're getting done it's how you leave people um so like how can you like what would you say how would you motivate people through love well for me well hugging's one <laughs> loving and hugging loving and hugging as uh, biggie small says and um but really, the thing that we need to do, I think, as human beings is really identify the things we don't love about ourselves and sort of debunk them. And it's scary. It's a scary thing. And most people really... And it's not only that. You can talk to about someone that you... It's hard to be vulnerable with your significant others or friends, but sometimes just admitting it and saying it out loud helps. And <laughs> people that are religious or and stuff they can also turn it over to a higher power or whatever, or mm. God and sort of just admit it to him. I think that helps, you know, just admitting it and being willing to talk about it, I think is a big deal Yeah, because sharing it is a service to people because mm. there's a lot of people out there that go through a lot of similar things that don't love things about themselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I uh, have a three foot by five foot cork board on my wall at home and I, I post these little three by three by five cards on it that have a bunch of sayings on it. And one of the sayings that's been up there forever says, show me the darkest parts of your heart so I know where to begin. And that wasn't at someone else. That was actually at myself. I was, t I was asking myself to show me the darkest parts of my heart so I can know where to begin. And I think that goes into exactly what you're saying, to pull the dark places of your life into the light so yeah. that way you can name them. And so that way they cannot be more than they really are. Yeah. And I actually, now that I've thought about it a little bit, the answer to my question is actually pretty simple. And it's a crazy one because I think food being the most basic, one of the most basic things we need as human beings for survival and loving oneself is also loving one's body. Hmm. And so there's the most basic things we can do is feed ourselves properly and I don't want to go down that whole tangent, but, and that's not saying we shouldn't enjoy our food. I just ate a bunch of wings, but <laughs> I also ate a bunch. <laughs> why, why don't we do another motivational money and talk about how food plays into our everyday life? Yeah, I think that's do that next episode. I think we'll get back on here and, and do it again. <laughs> you guys are going to be hearing a lot of us, but really, I don't, 
I think we are better leaders. Like for me, loving oneself means I sing out of tune. I sing songs. I belt them out. You know, Deborah always tells me Justin's the proudest singer there is. That's out of tune. And I suck at singing. I mean, I'm a full suckage and I was self-conscious about it for a while, but now I'm like, whatever, I don't care. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Or I dance around on the floor in the house. Like Mm. that brings me a lot of joy, but it was embarrassing for a while. And I didn't like it about myself and I was afraid to do it. You know, and then on another note, at growing up, I always had big ears and a big nose. You know, Dumbo was something people called me a lot. Mm. And I used soccer to to really excel and used it as my fuel to excel in soccer and, and try to prove everyone how great I was through soccer. But it didn't mean I didn't, lo- I began to not love my nose or my ears about myself. And I don't know, interestingly, over time, I became more accepting of it. Some of it's maturity. But some of it is just you're stuck with it. Yeah. So you better love it. And you're stuck with yourself. So you better get to learn how to love yourself. So in business, you know, I hear people like it's easy. People really display their insecurities right up front. They don't even know you're doing it. I don't even know I'm doing it. But it's in my words. It's in my actions. And being a leader and an entrepreneur, if you can identify those things and you don't have to point it out to embarrass someone, don't get me wrong, but if you can know that there's ways to help them or be open with people. And people always talk about open door policies, come in and talk to me whenever you want. Well, you know what, what it really should be is an open your heart policy. Mm, yeah. You know, and I'm not going to judge you as a boss and I'm not going to fire you. I, it needs to be a safe place. And so one being, Loving oneself, I think, is creating your own safe place inside yourself where you can be critical of yourself, but also work through that criticism. Two is is having people around you where it's safe to talk about it. Mm. I think that there's a lot of people out there that, that are actually starting this movement that they have small groups of friends where they're just blatantly honest and critical or they run business ideas through. And people are honest with them and they're honest in return and it's a safe place for them. Hmm. You know, I don't never heard of that. So I would love to start a small group where we are just super honest and then, and then record that and make a podcast out of it. I mean, it would be vulnerable. It would be, it would be so scary, but it would be in those moments that would challenge us. Yeah. I think for sure. And how are we as human beings? I mean, we're afraid of failure. So you know, but what is it that we're afraid of? Is it because we're afraid of someone viewing us badly? What is it that we're afraid of? Like we talked about in the last podcast, but then what are we afraid of that if someone else finds out about us, they may not love about us. Therefore, we don't love it about ourselves. Mm. You know, there's a lot of that is I'm afraid to love myself for whatever reason, because I'm afraid I'll expose myself. Mm. You know, I don't know, but it's it's definitely going to be a running topic. So as entrepreneurs, I think we we need to love ourselves first if we're going to lead. And we need to leave, lead from a position of love. And we need to make safe environments for the people around us to love themselves. And it needs to be safe for them to come to us. You know, and, and we talked about a little bit in the CEO, um, a couple episodes, your episode and then now, is that I need to be more than a manager I need to be more than a leader. I need to be more than a boss or a coworker. I need to actually put myself out there and love the people around me because really we're with them all the time, at least 40 hours a week. Yep. 
in most cases. So why not better the lives of the people around us? You know, why try to hurt people? Why try to be down on people because we don't love ourselves? I think a lot of people hurt people or are negative people when they don't love themselves. I think that's what comes out of it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's, I think one of the scariest things for me and one of the hardest things for me on why I didn't love myself for so long is because I didn't think I was enough. And if I'm not enough, then you won't love me. And if I can't love me and I'm not enough, then there's no way that this world would love me. And pulling that into light and realizing I didn't ask to be born. You didn't ask to be born. We're all here by chance. We are all have the same worth and the same value. And to start by pulling those things into light and beginning to love yourself, that's what creates that momentum in order to love others. I agree 100%. And you can't give anything away if you're not loving it yourself. You can't. I mean, total circle back to Martin Luther King. Like you got to live by the ideals you're asking for other people for sure. And you know, we've went a little long on this episode longer than I wanted, but I do want to really touch upon love as a general concept. I think we're probably going to have to do another episode here <laughs> in, in the future because it's just way bigger of a topic than I ever thought it was. So being motivated by love, I think is what we want to end with. And so for me, if I come from a loving position every day, you know, I'm a better person, but I also have the ability to, to self-reflect about the th- why I do some of the things I do. So I know if Deborah and I have a disagreement and it's me who's caused a disagreement, which, you know, probably seven out of 10 times is me. <laughs> it's usually because something else is bothering me or I'm not loving something about myself and I have something going on internally and it just comes out on her. Mm or the people around me or my parents or my coworkers or whatever. So when we start to react negatively or not from a loving position, you know, it's okay to call a timeout Hmm. and go back into our office or take like five minutes and really self reflect and not be righteous Hmm. that we have, like, it's usually we have a part in all of it. And usually it comes down to what are we not loving about ourselves that we're taking out on someone or what is the insecurity about myself that this is causing or what fear is it causing to tie it back to last week's episode. And when we react because of those things, we're not doing anyone any service. We're really not doing ourselves any service because if I react poorly, and I'm going a tirade and I'm an asshole, I feel even worse about myself. Like that does, and I love myself even less. So why even put ourselves in that position? So I guess, you know, here's another concept that it just occurred to me. I need to practice this in my own life is why not come from a place of love? Because if I don't, I just create more reasons not to love myself, you know, and I need to get over those things and realize I'm human and I make mistakes. So that's part of loving yourself and failure is part of life. And so loving ourselves for taking a chance is probably the thing that we need to really do. Love ourselves for our failures, love ourselves for taking those risks, love ourselves for facing fear, love ourselves for continuing to fail, but knowing that we're doing it for a purpose and really love ourselves by loving other people. You know, I heard this great thing the other day and I've heard it a couple of times now is a guy was upset because I wanted to give money to someone on the side of the road. And I'm like, I don't, I'm going to give money to anyone on the side of the road I want. He's like, well, what you don't know what he's going to do with it. And what if he uses it to get drunk and, and whatever, but that's not my problem. 
My problem is, am I keeping my side of the street clean? Am I loving the people around me in the best way possible? He's in need. What he does with that dollar, I don't know. But it may be the one out of 100 person I give the dollar to actually will maybe do something good with it. I'm hoping it's way higher than that. (laughs) But hey, if I can keep them healthy or I can keep them you know, whatever it is, the chances and help, you know, it's okay. And I want to do it not because I want anything returned. I'm not expecting anything from him. I'm just doing the right thing and, and loving other people, no matter what their circumstance is. Well, I think it's, that's, that's, that's a really important key to remember is me giving someone money. It may change their life a little bit, but it changes me. You know, it makes the world a better place because I'm a better person and and that's not my goal. But like, if we can get a lot of people on board, if we can get a lot of people to start giving both sides of the street becomes better because the people that give the money also, it changes them. It changes the, the giver as much as it does. I mean, to receive something is great. I love my birthday because everyone's giving me things, but I almost love like someone else. Like I have a significant other. I almost love her, her birthday more because I get to give like that changes me to give is to, to love yourself. Yeah. I love that actually. Also, I love yeah. people's birthdays cause I get to give to them. My birthday, <laughs> yeah. my own birthday is a little bit harder, but um, I love giving. Mm-hmm. So I find a lot of, you know, love in it. Go yeah. ahead. No, I think the, the, like one of the one last things that we need to remember is the, the motivation. Like we talked about the motivation of fear last, last week. And it, I, I think it's important to remember, like if you're thinking about a child, in order to get a child to do something, you can use a couple of things. And typically fear is the greatest motivator in that. If you don't do this, you're going to get disciplined. Uh, the second greatest motivator in life and arguably flopped with fear is money. Like I can get somebody to do something that they are terrified of if I can pay them enough money. But those are not sustainable motivators. I can get somebody to do something once or for a little while, but the thing about love is if you can begin to utilize love as a motivation, that is sustainable motivation because you begin to see the change in you and you begin to see the change in others. And all of a sudden that wants that, that creates this, this perpetual motion inside of you to continue to do those things. And then you end up with so much change within yourself, so much love within yourself. And it's just this cycle that goes into everyone. Yeah, I agree 100%. And I think it, it really comes down to, if you look at it, loving oneself then you don't have to demand other people's love. I think a lot of people use fear and money to get people to do things for them because they're demanding love. They're, they're forcing it. I'd rather, I want someone to want to love me. You know, I think that's very, very, very important is I want it to be earned Mm -hmm. because otherwise it feels like shit, you know, uh, to for lack of a better term, it's a big turd. Yeah. You know, it's not sustainable. It's not going to last me a lifetime. That's for sure. And when people do things out of fear, that only lasts so long before they get resentful. Yeah. And resentment towards you is not a way to lead anyone. No. And so with that being said, I do want to talk more about love and food and loving oneself. And I think we need to get into it. But if I could tell everyone to do one thing today, it would be hug someone. Mm-hmm. Come hug me. Come, come yeah. hug Justin. We'll hug you back. Yeah, well, I love hugging. 
And um, people are probably thinking I'm the weird hugger. But um, I do think hugging is very important. It shows love mm-hmm. and, and closeness, and it drops walls. Yeah. And it opens up vulnerability and makes places safe and, and uh, for people to discuss things. I also think hug someone. I also think open up to someone about something you don't love about yourself. I think <sighs> whoever scary. hears this, just take one thing today that you don't love about yourself and talk to someone about it. You know, admitting it out loud, it's like a huge relief off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And the the inspiration you get from it, you might get addicted for it. I wouldn't say dump all of your not loving things on someone, but start off with one thing. And obviously, you have to admit it to yourself first. And that's hard. But saying it out loud, you know, I do it a lot. Um, I have a very safe environment to talk about it with Deborah, And I talk about things I don't love about myself a lot, which is Gave, given me huge growth in my life since Deborah and I have been together. Mm. And, you know, it's helped me be vulnerable with my family and, and employees and people that work with me and coworkers in a way that I'm not afraid to put myself out there anymore. And it goes back to the fear things. The more we love ourselves, the less fear we have. Hmm. That's really good. Yeah, I like that. So that being said, thanks, Mark, for joining us again. For the longest motivational Monday ever, but arguably the best today was today was a marathon not a sprint of motivation (laughs) but hopefully this type of motivation can get the ball rolling slowly so that way it can continue to roll versus getting it rolled fast but then stopping yeah so i mark's voice on podcast is awesome by the way can everyone just give mark a a (laughs) podcast hug we're gonna hashtag podcast hugs We're, we're building them up hashtag Grow, growing forward, hashtag Fuff. fuck you fear. Fuff. <laughs> Fuff. And, and hashtag podcast hug. Podcast hug. That's the best one there is right and there. And so the, you know, tell us again how everyone can find you in the podcast world and what your show is and on Instagram yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So my podcast is basically my my journey, my story um, of through post evangelical life. And now I'm just kind of stumbling through. I find people and we talk and have good conversations and just talk about the things we struggle with and, uh, the things that have changed our lives. And, uh, like we did one uh, a couple weeks back on earth home orbital perspective. Cause I am a geoscientist by trade and, uh, we're, we're, but I mean, a lot is just on experience that we've had, uh, you can find it on Podbean, mark.explains.podbean, or iTunes, or iHeartRadio, and all the platforms. And uh, just go to Instagram and just start scrolling. You'll see either me or Justin on there. We share each other's everything, and it's yeah. hysterical. Well, not everything, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, there's limits. There's limits. Some and, is for um, Deborah. But seriously... Um, Check out the podcast, and I know probably you heard Mark mention the universe and science, and you're picturing glasses and a pocket protector, but (laughs) I promise you that's not happening. But seriously, I want everyone to tune into all the shows. I think the message that's going on here is amazing. I think we're... We're really on to something and people helping each other. And That's what it's all about. You know, everyone have a great Monday. Thank you again, Mark, for being on the show. And I'm Justin Bizarro. You can contact me at justin.bizarro at gmail.com. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. And I'm Justin in the Food Entrepreneurs Podcast host. And today we have our guest host again, Mark. Thank you for the second time. I'm a very gracious person and I have lots of gratitude because... <laughs> 
just so everyone knows, I wouldn't even have a podcast if it wasn't for Mark helping me out. So I'll make sure I thank him at the beginning of the next one to, to make sure how much he knows and that I'm giving love to him as well. Oh, well so you're, you're doing good things, man, and I'm, it's an honor to be here. I know. I could keep talking forever. I have forever. this problem. I can't shut up. And so thank you, everyone, for listening in, and have a great Monday.